Hello and welcome to episode 179 of the LDS study session with me, your host, Roberts. Today we're going to continue with our Come Follow Me uh, study for this week. Uh, we are still uh, finishing off November 18th to November 24th, uh, which covers the book of James, uh, which is entitled Be Ye Doers of the Word, Not Hearers Only. We're looking at the final section in the individual study today in James chapter 2, verses 1 to 9. As a disciple of Jesus Christ, I should love all people, regardless of their circumstances. Um, so there is a, these nine verses in James chapter 2 are really just a big focus on loving all, loving all people despite their circumstances, despite their appearance, despite you know, any, any factor that we perhaps prejudge people before uh, we get to know them. Now, interestingly, in verse 1, it says this, My brethren, have not the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory, with respect to persons. Now, this is an excellent example of how uh, this may, be, may not have been translated clearly for our understanding, uh, because it reads here that we shouldn't have the faith of our Lord with respect of persons. Um, which, any way you say it, doesn't sound like it's kind of what our Saviour would would have. However, um, there is a couple of reasons here. First of all, the Greek translation seems to relate to not having faith with partiality, but having the faith, the full faith of our Lord. In other words, don't you know have half-hearted faith toward loving others, but we need to have the full faith of our Saviour in, ha- in love, having love to others. Um, and actually, uh, the Joseph Smith translation um, says a, a similar concept. Uh, it says, My brethren, you ca- ye cannot have the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory, and yet have respect to persons. So in other words, it's not possible to have faith in the Saviour and not love others, which links in very well with what James then goes on to say later in chapter 2 about faith needing to have works and faith without works being dead. Um, and so uh, it's just an interesting um Point there to be made about the translation of the Bible and also um, the the restoration of the gospel, uh, which is great. Uh, in verse three, um, well, verses two or three, two to three, it talks. It says this: For if there come unto your your assembly a man with a gold ring in goodly apparel, and there come also a poor man in vile raiment, and ye have respect to him that weareth the gay clothing, and say unto him, Sit thou here in a good place, and say to the poor, Stand thou there, or sit here under my footstool. Um, are ye not then partial in yourselves, and are become judges of evil thoughts? And that links again being partial to the first verse, uh, which makes sense there. So, uh, and basically, anyone with bright. Or, so I looked at the the phrase um, "gay clothing," and it also can be translated in the Greek as bright or goodly clothing. Uh, then it's making the point that if they come in dressed, you know, in their best um, wear, and sit, you know, we shouldn't be more willing to accept them than someone that comes in with poor or, um, you know, ripped or, you know, just unkempt, I guess, clothing. Uh, and I think that this relates to us today. You know, when we're sat in our, in our sacrament meeting preparing to uh, start the meeting and then two people come in and one person is dressed in their suit, the tie, you know, or the best uh, outfits or whatever, and they come and sit down, are we more likely to open ourselves to them than to someone that comes in dressed in, you know, their, well, what isn't maybe their best. Um, hopefully, this isn't the case for many of us, but of course, it's something which we should reflect on uh, and consider uh, our kind of position on and how well we're doing with this, because I'm sure that all of us can make progress in, in a number of areas.
Uh, what I want to move on to is toward the end of this in verses uh, 8 to 9 in James chapter 2. It says, If ye fulfill the royal law according to the scripture, thou shalt love thy neighbour as thyself, ye do well. But if ye have respect to persons, ye commit sin, and are convinced of the law as transgressors. I love how James calls this the royal law, which is to love thy neighbour as thyself. It really emphasises and promotes just how important this loving law is to love thy neighbour. Um, we played, there's a great game in the March 2019 Friend, uh, which is basically a board game called Lots of Ways to Say I Love You. Uh, and on these, on this game board, there is just a number of places you go through across the board. And on each position, there's a different thing that you can do to show your love, whether it's giving someone a hug, uh, telling about when someone showed you love, reading a particular scripture or singing a particular song about love, um, giving a high five, giving a compliment. There's Those are just a few of the things on there. Um, there's a great number of things there and it's a lovely activity. And I would recommend anyone, particularly with young children, um, but we even, we did it with adults. So we had obviously our two kids there, but we also had our, uh, my, my, pa my parents, my um, parents-in-law uh, there to play the game too. And it was lovely. It was really nice. Uh, and so I'd really recommend you doing that. This royal law is obviously of great importance, uh, not just so that we can, you know, show our faith, but also we learn from each other when we, we develop as we show our love. Um, President Russell M. Nelson uh, said this in um, April 1991. He said, learn to listen and listen, uh, quote, learn to listen and listen to learn from neighbours. Repeatedly, the Lord has said, thou shalt love thy neighbour. Opportunities to listen to those of diverse religious or political persuasion can promote tolerance and learning. And a good listener will listen to a person's sentiments as well. I learned much from Brother David M. Kennedy as we met with many dignitaries in nations abroad. When one of them spoke, Brother Kennedy not only looked eye to eye and listened with real intent, but he even removed his reading glasses as if to show that he wanted nothing in the way of his total concentration. Close quote. Um, obviously, um, as was then Elder Nelson, uh, learned a lot from this brother as he interacted with others of not of their faith or their culture uh, in the way that he showed the intent, the love and the focus and the attention uh, to what they had to say. Uh, this shows love, uh, as does many other acts that we do. And so I guess as we bring this um, week of study on Come Follow Me to a close, and we've kind of thought about uh, our faith and what they look like in our works and how we show love and speak kindly, James's message was clearly one of love and kindness and looking after our fellow man overall. Um, and so I would just really consider that as we move into next week. Uh, how are we, you know, making sure that we are keeping um, this royal law, this law of such importance that, that James wrote a whole letter about it to the general church, uh, the early church, as he did then. Uh, I hope that you've learned something from the study today. If there's anything you've been studying that you'd like to share, please do so at MattSRoberts90 on Twitter or email ldsstudysession at gmail.com. Thank you very much for your time and until we meet again.